Hello and welcome to our podcast. Uh, my name is Johnnell, and I am here with my lovely co-host slash best friend slash partner in crime slash road dog Amir. Hey, and we are here starting our brand new podcast. Yes, yes, we're extremely excited about it. Um, we came up with the idea because we have some very, um, let's just say, unique conversations amongst ourselves. And we felt like, what better way than, you know, to do it in front of a podcast, just like the rest of America is doing. Um, but putting our own little twist and personality into it as well. Um, so you can follow me at Just Janelle on all social media platforms. And Amir, is there a hashtag? Or no, it's not a hashtag, a handle that you want to give the people. Is there a handle? I don't know yet, but I think we're working on it. So this is our first foray into the podcasting journey. And I think along with that, you'll also be seeing both of us online. So keep an eye out for the upcoming episodes. You'll definitely have that handle to follow. Yes. That's his way of saying he don't really want y'all in his business and he'll be on social media like that. <laughs> Me, however, I'm always online. I'm a social person. I'm a communications major. So it's only right for me to be social and communicate on social media. But you like how I spend that, right? I, I, do. I do. That was very political. You have you have a future in that. I could definitely see you as a politician. Right? Just up there lying and, I mean. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know. Scandal. Right, right, right. Yeah, I can see all of that. Um, so in our podcast, we're going to go over different things that we feel passionate about. And of course, entertainment and current events and our like, you know what, friend, guess what? Guess what's going on? Um, definitely is some things that we want to talk about. So how about we start there? Is that cool? Yeah, let's go ahead and start with our first section, which is guess what? Yeah. Where we kind of talk about uh, entertainment, current events. Everything that's kind of going on in the world that we're all being affected by and all interested in talking about. Yes. And there's no better way than to start with Beyonce. Beyonce. Bianca. <laughs> Bianca knows. I This Renaissance album. So let me just say this. It came completely out of left field for me. I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of Break My Soul um, because I didn't really, I wanted more. Like I, this time around, I wanted like singing, singing Beyonce. And so for the first single, lead single, I kind of was like, okay, wait, where are we going here? But then I heard the rest of the album and I was like, you know what, Janelle, you can shut the fuck up because <laughs> don't you ever you know, go against the grain, go against the queen. Um, what are, what were your first impressions on the album? So the first song um, was definitely the one that pulled me into the album. Okay. But honestly, like, I was more drawn into the later part. You know, okay. like, everything else, the uh, Summer Renaissance, um, All Up In Your Mind, which I, I'm surprised I learned that a lot of people did not like that song. Yeah, me. Uh, I don't want to say that because it'd be high. You know what? Yeah. I love all of the songs. That's just the one that I love the least. How about we say that? I don't know. It's, it's the one song that I kept playing over and over when I when the album first dropped. And then I went back and I was like, you know what? Let me start from the beginning. And 
listen, it just played all the way through. Yeah. And that's the type of experience, like the transition between each song. Like, you're like, I'm not stopping this. Like, keep going. Come on, give me more, Beyonce. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? Thinking about All Up In Your Mind, um, it kind of gives me uh, Ring the Alarm. It gives me uh, Don't Hurt Yourself type vibe. Like, I can see her transitioning from, if she does these songs on tour, I can see her transitioning to those. So you said, let me get you straight, you said um, Pure Honey or Summer Renaissance was your favorite song? On so we have, okay, so the ones that I was really drawn to, um, which was the later part, so we have like Heated, okay. we have um, All Up In Your Mind, America Has A Problem, Summer Renaissance, mm -hmm. uh, Pure Honey was another one that I was really big into. And, and then I had to listen to like the other part again at a later time to really appreciate the whole album, which is a bop, obviously. Yes. But yes. okay, so what, what were the songs that really spoke to you? So of course, of course, um, Church Girl. <laughs> why, why do you say that though? What, why, do, why, does that, why is that the song? For me, Church, okay, because I had my own um, kind of like thought process of how I thought Church Girl was going to sound like because of the title. I thought because you hear Beyonce, you know Houston, you know she's of a certain, you know, faith background. So I just kind of thought, okay, she about to really just give us vocals. And then when the song started and some of the lyrics, it's still uplifting lyrics um, within the first, you know, uh, verse. And then she tell us, you know, drop it like a thought. <laughs> and I just was like, I love it because... Let's be real here. There's a lot of church girls, a lot of church um, boys, a lot of church individuals. That a lot I of church folks. Folks that, maybe you see them in the club and they got their feet on the wall twerking. <laughs> so I feel like that just was a great way to embody just like, you know, you're a churchy girl. You ain't hurting nobody. Like, And I love when she said that. And then my other um, favorite song um, is... It's one that I don't think is as popular, but thick. And I'll add this before we go on to our next topic. I think thick should have been the song that Beyonce and Rihanna collaborated on. Because there's a little part in the second verse where Beyonce has like, um, she's doing her little chant, but she switches her voice and it kind of sounds a little bit like Rihanna. And I'm like, oh, this would have been great for them to kind of collaborate on. Um, I just like when she say like that's that really nigga. Like I love when Beyonce get hood. Well, you gotta remember Rihanna is she's retired. She's she's not doing music anymore. Let's not that because we, we let's not let's not touch on I love Rihanna, but let's not that's really a sensitive subject, and I don't feel like crying today. Okay, I mean I'm telling you, y'all gonna be waiting for that album for I don't know how long. Yeah, it's not coming. It's gonna be 2053, <laughs> and the album just gonna come out. But I feel like that's her way of saying, you know, y'all. When I was releasing albums back to back, three days after each other, y'all kept saying I need to slow down, and now she she slowed down, and here we go. The people are going through withdrawals. <laughs> but I think the consensus is we both absolutely love the Renaissance album. Yes, yes, it's definitely the one album I've been listening to frequently over the yeah. last couple of days. Yeah. But speaking of withdrawals, um, we also have She by Sheree. She by Sheree Whitfield. So of course, Sheree is one of the original, you know, housewives, mm -hmm. the real housewives of Atlanta. 
Um, are you familiar with the show? You know, I have seen clips. I have not actually <laughs> watched the show front to back. And is it okay? So let me let's let's preface that. Is it Cherie Cherie? It's Cherie. Okay, because I've heard it both ways. Yeah, it, this is Cherie. Okay, yeah. so she by Cherie, she don't know what she's selling. She don't. <laughs> <laughs> she don't. But I give her a C for effort. <laughs> Um, because we finally have something. And I want to, I want to say like for Sheree and her journey throughout the show, um, it's kind of been, um, I don't want to say she, she hasn't been a laughing stock, but there kind of has been the, she don't, she can't pay. Like Kenya came up with a bunch of like really witty things in her confessional to say about the lack of products for she by Sheree. Um, but for it to come out for people to have something to buy. I think that's an accomplishment within itself. However, she is selling a Who Gonna Check Me Boo shirt for $142. And it was wrinkled. And it was, it was just, it, it was one of those things where I said Beyonce's box was only $50. Her Ivy Park box her summer, her Renaissance box was only fifty dollars, and you're charging one hundred and forty-two dollars for a t-shirt. You know the thing about creating a product is, if you are putting your whole foot behind it, you can create whatever price you want. The people will come, or they won't, or they won't. But I'm sure. I mean, she has enough fans. I'm assuming, right? Enough people that will buy these products. Regardless. I mean, I don't really follow enough of the show to really say, yeah, this is amazing. I've heard a lot of people making fun of it, but I've also heard a lot of people like, I'll buy that. I'll get this. I'll get that. Yeah, I just, true. But I feel like that's, it's about $120 overpriced for a Shiba Charade shirt with her. And it, like the, I, I don't want to. I don't want to like knock her because I understand that it's a process. I understand that it's a business, and I'm extremely proud of her. I want to. I, she's actually one of my um, favorite housewives to come out of the show because I think she can sometimes be authentic, but just that I think it was bad marketing. I think it was um, poor. Um, it's just like a poor product all around. But I am looking forward to. Are making these tweaks, making these adjustments, and getting better over time. And I think a lot, a lot of us have been harsh on Sheree, myself included. Um, but I just want to, you know, at least let her know, like, hey, we rooting for you, but give me something to root for. Yeah. And yeah. So speaking of LA, apparently, I mean, LA. Where's my mind? Speaking <laughs> of Atlanta, um, apparently. There was an incident with Big Lotto or just Lotto. Um, I love doing that. I love. I, I think it's Lotto just now. It's it's just Lotto. I know, but she still said Big Lotto. You know, I, so let's start there. I never liked the name. <laughs> I still don't like the name, just because I know where it came from. I, I'm not a fan. Okay. I, I wish she would just drop it completely. Like, give me something else. Give me. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not a fucking name generator, but give me something else because I, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. But okay. just to kind of like really break this down of what pop, what actually happened. So there was ATL Pride, I believe, last weekend, 
Um, and she was supposed to perform, but uh, she ended up pulling out at the last minute. There was a whole issue where the promoters apparently paid her her initial payment, and she's supposed to get the remaining through, I guess, Cash App or something similar, but she wanted everything in cash. Uh, so she reported online that she wasn't going to receive all the money, and that's why she didn't show up. When actually they were going to pay her um, through Cash App, and I guess some of it on the side or something similar. And she didn't want that. She wanted everything in cash. So for just just so I can get this correct, she wanted them to pay her in like cash, walking around Atlanta during Pride with bags full of cash. I don't know if she was going to walk around with bags full of cash. No, I mean like, <laughs> but they wanted. That's a hell hazard. <laughs> she wanted promoters. She wanted all cash. I'm assuming you know. So no, there's no paper trail, essentially. <laughs> um, that could be it. But you know what? I think that I understand like when the logistics come into play, especially when you're a performer, you want to get paid for your performance. I get it. But I feel like the LGBTQIA, all of that, what it encompasses, those are your kind of like the, the biggest people that's backing these individuals. So I feel like it's almost a smack in the face when we have people um, that's supposed to come to these pride events and, you know, we're putting forth all of this money to see them and then they don't. But I understand business is business. You know, you need to take care of that. But if they were like, hey, we're going to pay you through Cash App. We're going to pay you through PayPal. We're going to pay you like you're going to get your money Um, for her not to accommodate if this is the case, allegedly. You know, um, for her not to accommodate, I think it's kind of sucky. Yeah. I mean, all, let's be clear, all allegedly, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't at the table. Yeah. But, I mean, when you think about how often these celebrities will show up for club appearances, you know, XYZ for red carpet, whatever, for things that are, they're obviously not being paid as much to show up for a big event. It kind of sucks that they're being, they're pulling out at the last minute. I mean, if you really didn't want to show up, that could have been announced earlier and had someone replace you. So it really does suck for how many people, you know, come to these events, come out to support you as an artist, especially in the LGBTIAQ um, demographic, and you're not wanting to be there. Yeah, I think that sucks. I think it's a sucky situation, probably for all parties involved, because I think she understands where her primary demographic and where her, you know, followers and people that, you know, are um, back in her career, where they come from. So I think she probably feels terrible for not performing, but it's a business as well. So I can understand where she's coming from, but I wish if the case, if that was the case where they say like, hey, we can pay you through this form of of payment, I kind of wish she would have just accepted that. And went on and gave these people a show because a lot of people may have came to Atlanta just for her, just to see her um, in their element, to feel safe, you know, around like-minded individuals that enjoy her music. Um, so, so yeah, that that sucks. Speaking of like-minded individuals, Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears. Oh yeah, this is this is the one that uh, has really been boiling over within the last week of everything that's been coming out about it. Yeah. So apparently there, I I really have a tough 
time um, talking about topics like this because I always feel like it's uncomfortable, um, especially when it deals with, you know, uh, allegedly deals with mishandling of children. Um, and there's a lot of questionable videos that's out um, that has, you know, Tiffany and Aries um, put young um, people in uncomfortable situations. Um, and also the parent as well um, put a, a a young boy in an uncomfortable situation where there's a like a pedophile type of you know skit or movie or scenario that came out and apparently they're saying that the young boy is like scarred from this right yeah so that that's what i'm what's being reported is that um there, obviously there's some scarring some emotional damage from what actually took place and it sounds like things that may have taken place outside of the actual video. Did you get to witness the the skit that took place? No, because it's it's kind of things like that are uncomfortable for me because I never want a a child to be put in that position. And I don't think anything like that should be made a mockery of or be made as if it's, you know, oh let's turn it there's no art form in that. It's an uncomfortable story to tell, but you don't have to tell it in a joking manner. Yeah. So, so I actually did see the video. Um, it is something that I would say is incredibly inappropriate. Um, I would definitely say, I don't know if a lot of the listeners even kind of have been around during that time, but during the time of like Mad TV and mm -hmm. everything else, like Aerie Spears was really big on that. But I mean, they would make jokes about Michael Jackson and stuff like that. And that was a kind of humor that was really popular in the early 2000s you know it was very no holds bar like yeah. where dave Chappelle and all these other comedians who are considered really offensive now kind of had their reign during like yeah. during the early 2000s so that's kind of the lines of where that com comedy is coming from but i mean it, it's still a very very inappropriate video it's not something that you would ever get clear to see on tv so the fact that they thought that that was a good idea to produce and upload online is ridiculous. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish, well, the, the, both of them have been in the news for this and other things, um, you know, this past week. And Tiffany just kind of has always, there's just been something about her that has rubbed me the wrong way. Do I think she's talented? Oh, yes, sure. But I also think that there's a little bit about her that, it's slightly annoying and it's slightly um there's just too many instances of her doing things that just like that shouldn't be the form your form of comedy you know like you shouldn't have to do these things in order for it to be considered funny so you know i'm not really that big of a fan of either of them um, i hope that they get the help that they definitely need <laughs> I will definitely say Tiffany Haddish comes off as someone who is consistently trying to be funny. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily come off as natural. Yeah. And I think that's the issue. I don't know if you ever saw that interview she did with one of the Wayans. I think it was yeah. Marlon, where Absolutely. he was talking about um, why she wasn't picked for a role in the movie. And it, I mean, she brought that up on live TV, which is, which is so inappropriate. Yeah, it's which like, proved his point. Yeah, like it's there's a it's almost like there's a level of immaturity there with her comedy, um, almost like it's a it's a continual fart joke. You know what I think it is about Tiffany? I think I get annoyed with her because she's okay with being the butt of the joke all the time. 
Like, I feel like she wants to be the butt of the joke all the time. Like, she wants people to, like, laugh with her, laughing at her. You know, like, that's the one thing that kind of uh, kind of grinds my gears. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's, um, look at me, I'm, I've got shit on my chest. Speaking of chest, da-da-da-da. So, Megan the Stallion. Oh. <laughs> yes, Megan the Stallion. She was recently, she's in the MCU now. Like, is she, like, now how does that work? Like, is she actually in, like, the MCU? And she just made an appearance. Because if that's the case, any person that made a cameo or, you know, was in the background and say, oh, I'm in the MCU. Like, you know that lady that was running really fast? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, is she in the MCU? Or? Well, so, so she appeared on a recent episode of She-Hulk. I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone's been watching. It's um, ongoing right now. I think there's like nine episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she uh, was in She-Hulk. And she played, uh, well, I'm not going to spoil the episode, so yeah. please go watch. I'm sure Disney Plus will love those subscribers. But, um, yeah, she was appeared in a recent episode where she kind of played a character similar to herself, an entertainer. Um, and there's a big hubbub. This is kind of the reason why we want, I wanted to bring this up, um, at least in the kind of nerd world, where a lot of people are upset because she, uh, there's a section of this episode that appears at the end. Where, like, after the whole episode is over and the whole storyline and everything else, there's a small tidbit, kind of like an um, after credit scene. Mm-hmm. And in the after credit scene, she's with the main character, She-Hulk, and they're celebrating the end of the, the case that they won. Um, and, and you it, just spoiled it. I didn't tell you what it was about. Okay. I just said it, it, it is one. I mean, it's, so uh, She-Hulk is a lawyer show. That's about the good gist that you need. But so um, at the end of the episode, they, they blah, blah, blah. They're congratulating each other. And um, Megan is teaching She-Hulk how to twerk. Obviously, a lot of people know that that's one of the things that Megan does in her career. Very well. Um, and so there's this whole thing where they, they are both twerking. I mean, and She-Hulk is a CGI character. So it looks a little a little funky, but they're having fun. And I think that was a really amazing moment. But so many people and their reaction to that was really negative. They were like, oh, twerking in the MCU. This is horrible. MCU is now woke. Okay. Look what they did, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was really, really cruddy. I'm like, can, but, can she just exist? In- right. Like, okay, so why can't we see She-Hawk clapping her green eggs and ham? But we were like, for two movies, they told us how great Captain America's flat ass was. Uh, there you go. Like, that man literally had, like, some bee stings for an ass. And they that's America's ass. Who is America? Well, I mean, okay, so, like, Chris Evans, it's its not big, but it's... It, it's it ain't, it ain't, it, it ain't big. It's right. sculpted. It's not. No, it's not sculpted. It was padded. I, okay. I know a butt pad when I see one. Okay, but it, it, was, it was padded well. You mm-hmm. like the white man? It was... Sh- it was padded. <laughs> no, I'm, no, but for real, it was like padded well in the movie, and that was why the whole joke of "Oh, America's ass," and that it's that sprouted memes, that sprouted jokes. It was even included, nobody had an issue with it. It was even included in a different show, which was Miss Marvel, yeah. where there's a whole scene where um, there was merchandise for Captain America that was talking about his ass. So it's a little hypocritical that now there's a female-led show. 
um, with a, as well as a black woman that's included in an episode just as a cameo. And the after credit scene after the full episode is over is causing so much like angst and turmoil within the nerd community. It, it, it just sucks. Like so many people are complaining about how MCU, M, the MCU is going now after the whole blip thing. And I understand there's no major event that's happening, but it, it really sucks that these people aren't given the platform to be able to explore and show like showcase their their powers and their history. Like Miss yeah. Marvel was one of the one of the most awesome stories, but I'm hearing that the reception from a lot of the communities is that they didn't like it. Yeah. And and that's that's interesting. And that's I feel like a topic for another day. Because I definitely can get into the nitty gritty as to why I feel like the people don't like Miss Marvel, but they they love Loki. I don't want to get into all of that. Oh, we can get into I, it. I, don't, I mean, I we, want to. Because they, they want to keep the colored man down. Uh-huh. That's what it, allegedly. Hello. Allegedly. Hello. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Don't, like, let me get off my soapbox. I'm not a hotel. I'm just, I'm, I'm real. Okay. <laughs> um, but we, we want to head into the section of our show where we talk about the word is. So the word on the curb is that Twitter circle. Is 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 here? Well, why, why don't we tell the people what the word is and what 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 are we talking about in this portion? Okay, well you go ahead and do that. Okay, so uh, essentially what we're doing is we're talking about more online culture mm-hmm. stuff that's not really in the news, stuff you might hear through Twitter, through Instagram, all that good stuff. And you were talking about Twitter circles, which you know, as, as he said in the beginning, you know, I'm not really out in these streets like that. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell the folks what a Twitter circle is? Is that like OnlyFans for the long-winded? <laughs> um, I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't know what did Shakina say. I don't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> about that lifestyle. <laughs> but Twitter circle is basically like a close friends for Twitter. That's kind of like how I would would think about it. I feel like it allows you to have a group of individuals where you can share some things with, and it'd be a little bit more um, protected, a little bit more private. Um, for me, I like to use my Twitter circle for I'm um, kind of like the like hot button issue topics where I don't really want to say it online. For instance, I put in my Twitter circle how I didn't like Beyonce's Virgos group. Mm, so you do have a Twitter circle. I do, okay. I do, I do. I was, I was one of the chosen ones. Oh, okay. I had it when it first came out. So uh, I'm not understanding. So the whole concept of Twitter, at least from my understanding when I was using it, is that it's an open platform to be social with everyone. Correct. And now there's Twitter circles where you just go click up. Yes, because I think this is my thought process about. Because then, what's the difference? Just get a group chat. No, you don't want people having your personal information. But this is just for individuals who, you know, some people, I don't know what the other people do. Some people may exchange some, you know, pictures, some videos. You know, Twitter gives you the opportunity to express yourself the way you see fit. And so if you, it's Wednesday, right? If you want to show a little hump, you can do it in your Twitter circle. Right, and you can always go in and adjust and edit it. 
or if you want to, if somebody make a controversial, controversial, excuse me, um, comment, and you don't want to be like, oh yeah, I, I agree. You can go in your Twitter circle and be like, well, you know what? Actually, so and so said X, Y, and Z, and I kind of agree with them. I'm gonna just tell y'all so only six of y'all can cuss me out and not the whole timeline. Okay. Um, does Twitter circle also take donations? I don't know. Okay. Well, you said you got one. I do, but I don't take donations. No, <laughs> but can you make a donation? As you said, somebody has a what is it? A hump day uh, pick. Yeah, and you could. Post it to the circle. Can you get donations from that? I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think that that's what that's for. <laughs> I don't. And then with the whole idea of a Twitter circle, does that also create almost like an echo chamber? What do you mean? Where you basically can create spaces of just like-minded people to agree on things. Oh, I, I'm not sure about, yeah, I guess you can you can say that. Um, but I think it, it's just meant to like have some ideas be broadcast in a smaller space or like in a safer space. And I think I think this is kind of one of the, the better features that has come from Twitter recently, because I know that there's going to be times or, you know, elections, stuff like that, um, where I probably don't want the masses to know my thoughts and just the people that I have in my circle. So. So speaking of social media, um, is TikTok the new Facebook? You know, that's a good question. That's a really good question. So I I feel like, at least from the perspective that I'm hearing, um, everybody's got a TikTok. Not me. Oh. Not me. (laughs) Not me. I feel like, um, so I'm hearing that, like, okay, so we have. Hold on, not to cut you off. You know that, what that just reminded me of? What, what? You know when uh, Scared Straight, when they was like, everybody is on drugs, and the person was like, not me, girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't seen that. (laughs) Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, keep going. No, so I'm saying, like, I feel like with TikTok, you have, like, the younger generation, obviously, that is heavy into it, but you also have, like, an older generation that's into it, and then you have tons of misinformation that's being passed around. And I'm like, damn, they need to regulate that shit a little bit more. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I know, like, my current supervisor, she loves TikTok. She doesn't produce any content, but she just loves being on there watching things. And if you look at it, it's, like, kind of sweeping the nation. You'll see, like, sports teams, influencers, things like that, doing all these dumbass TikTok dances where it's, like, a hip, hip, head, head, thrush, you know, like, yeah. you know, all of that um, stuff. So I definitely can see like why people would consider it being the, the new Facebook, but I have my own personal reasons why I don't feature TikTok. So uh, that's the only social, you could still probably find me on MySpace, mm-hmm. uh, but I am not on TikTok. Um, well, considering TikTok is owned by a whole nother country, last time I checked, mm-hmm. and a lot of that information does get leaked last time I checked, but allegedly. Yeah, perhaps all alleged. Maybe. Maybe not, <laughs> right? I but I know that it. the algorithm is not really friendly to black creators, from what I'm hearing exactly. as well. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the biggest things that kind of kept me even away from the app. And yeah, that and also how they were saying a lot of people were um, putting up 
Black Lives Matters things and they were deleting accounts or not letting them um, post the Black Lives Matter or like taking, you know, content down that had that um, hashtag and thing of that things of that nature. So I just kind of felt like if these, this is already proven to be, you know, an alleged racist um, app, I'm not about to join it. Yeah. And, and the dances is corny to me. Um, but that's the thing. You have to, the thing is, time always forgets. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, last time I checked, uh, wasn't it Instagram that was um, saying that you're the coolest monkey in the bunch or something like that? That was Old Navy, wasn't it? It was one of them. It was one of them. It must have been Old Navy. I, it was something, though, because I remember Rihanna was like, I'm not using this platform anymore. Oh, no, that was Snapchat. Snapchat. Okay, that was Snapchat. And after Dude, I that, think I can't even remember the last time I used Snapchat. After that, I was like, no, no, ma'am. Yeah, we actually got <laughs> some power. <laughs> Speaking of of power, right? Have you seen the new season of Power? I don't watch anything that Fifty Cent produces or has anything to do with. That's I know that's right. That was a trick question. Yes. Yeah, see, look at that. <laughs> look at God, friend. Is it right? To show up to a baby shower empty-handed. And I'm asking you this because there's a video that's going around on social media of a young lady basically saying, if you didn't bring a gift to my baby shower, you can leave. Do you think it's right to show up to a baby shower empty-handed? Okay. It depends. Like, let's say your family member. Mm-hmm. So let's say this is your sister okay. or something like that. She might even live with you. Um, I live here and I'm probably going to have to help clean up. Do I have to bring a gift? What do you think? What's your perspective on that? Uh, I feel like if you were a guest that was invited, I feel like you should bring a gift. But Let's say you're a family member or someone who lives in the same household. Mm-hmm. Do I have to bring a gift? I help put this shit up. Yes. I blew them balloons up. Here's here's why I feel like I, I, I'm actually... I'm probably going to have to babysit. And and that's okay. And that's okay. That's part of the circle, right? That's part of, you know, each one teach one. That's a part of, you know, takes a community. But if you show up to my baby shower and eat my devil eggs and eat my meatballs and eat all of the baby shower food and participate in the games and think you're going to win prizes and you can't bring me a bib, you can't bring me a pacifier, you can't bring me um, diapers, you can't bring me wipes, all of these things you could get from the dollar store. Now, granted, they don't cost a dollar, but you can still get gifts for a baby shower. Like, you can still get these things, but if you come empty-handed and you think you're gonna put a finger on the meatballs and look at me and my um burberry uh button down and you not gonna give me again so just fuck me and my baby like no no so here's the thing if you want someone to bring gifts to your baby shower you need to make that explicit but that's, that's implied no, it's not. So you just come to a baby shower just to celebrate me fucking? Like, you go... That's exactly what it is. No, it's not. Well, Congratulations yes, on your next 18 years. But it's also <laughs> like, here you go. Because think about if somebody came to, you know, and then granted, we're men. We don't know what it's like 
to be, you know. I think that's the biggest babies. the biggest perspective here is that you know what I, I'm not. First of all, we don't even get invited to baby showers, honestly, as men. Oh, speak for yourself. Who we? I get invited on, okay, to baby so, showers all the time. Now I don't go, but I get invited. Let's clarify. On average, okay. men don't get invited to baby showers. It is normally women. That's right. I'm not the average man. So with women, it might be a different culture that maybe I'm not prone to or not understanding. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yes, you need to bring something that's expected of you, lady. So you really, you really feel like it's okay for a person to come to a baby shower empty-handed. First, your nigga came to the baby shower empty-handed. <laughs> that is not what we're talking. You about. had to pick him up to bring him to the baby That's shower. Not what we're talking about. Let's let's stay, stay on topic. You feel like it's okay for a person like I'm about to have a dead ass baby. Wait. Backtrack, not like dead, but I'm about to have like a baby, like for real, for real. If it's you can't get me a pepper, you can't get me a white, you can't get me Similac, you can't get me no baby bottles, you can't get me the bottle cleaners, you can't get me like nothing, well, like the, not even a little comfy socks. Well, as you can no see, bitch, this, I'm about to go in labor. As you can see, this is the reason why I'm not invited to baby showers. But if exactly, I was, I was if I was invited to a baby shower. I would bring something. Yes. What gift would you bring if you were invited to a baby shower? Teething rings? Bingo. Big, you there can you get go. them from Big Locks. You can get... Can you get them from Big Locks? I'm I hope sure not. You, you can get everything Them suckers are probably dusty. You can get Thanksgiving dinner from, uh, from Big Locks, for real. But I feel like you can, you can get little one-off gifts. And I understand times is hard, but you never know what that one little gift that was kind of like insignificant to you like what that can mean to somebody because you thought about them and their child during this time but you show up to my baby shower empty-handed playing all my games eating all my food and bitch i'm gonna keep bringing up these meatballs because you know baby shower meatballs be a hit you know i like the perspective you just brought especially considering the times that are right now and how, I mean, there was a story earlier about how baby formula was really expensive and hard to find. So in that perspective, yes, I would definitely make sure to bring something to a baby shower in the current times. Yeah. Look at me, change your lives. All right. So we're going to close this out. But wait. Okay. Because there was one other thing. Did you happen to hear about that guy? Who found out his girlfriend was cheating and took all her stuff and gave it away to Goodwill. No. Yes. But so, shout out to him. He's a city girl that <laughs> No, okay. So this is a story that was on Twitter um, uh, from a neighbor, actually. So the neighbor was helping the guy. I guess, so what happened was the guy found out his girlfriend was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. Or cheated on him. Um, she left to go on a girl's trip. Okay. Uh, her first mistake. And then while she was gone, he went ahead. It sounds like from, well, at least from the perspective of the story, I mean, you know, Twitter is only so long as far as words. <coughs> from the perspective of the story, it sounds like um, she, uh, or basically his name was on the lease and he moved out of the apartment. So he, he broke the lease, moved out of the apartment, went to a different place. And took all her items that were left there 
and sent them to Goodwill. Wow. So there's a whole divide here. Some people are saying he has every right to do that. While other people are saying, well, those are her personal items. Those are her personal items. So it's one thing, and I guess my opinion is it's one thing to say, I would be, you know, hey, all your stuff is on the side of the street. You know, oh, hey, you know, we're not on the same lease anymore. I'm moving somewhere else, X, Y, Z. But when you take in somebody's stuff and you gave it away, that's where it gets a little messy. But I do also feel like you break my heart, all bets are off. Like, I do kind of feel like that, right? So I feel like if you break my heart, all bets are off, right? However, I'm sitting here, I'm saying that, but I also kind of feel like those are personal items, personal belongings, something she may have had that are sentimental, right? That could have been passed down from, you know, generation to generation. Some things that she could have had before you, like that had absolutely nothing to do with you. So don't touch people's, you know, it's kind of like you in a BGC house, like you in a bad girls club house. Don't touch people's shit. But also, don't cheat. And definitely don't cheat and get caught. So, I mean, I feel bad for her, but then I also feel bad for him because in order to do some something like that, in order to break your lease, you have to be upset. Like, you have to be heated. Well, Shout so, out to Beyonce. So, the, the thing about it, I mean, we're hearing this from a third party. Mm-hmm. We're, so, we don't even know if it's true. Not even if it's true, but just everything as far as a backstory. We don't know if they've had back and forth, X, Y, Z. What has happened in between those two people? But as you were saying, like, once you start touching people's property, like, if he would have just thrown it out on the street, you know, like everybody else does (laughs) when you kick somebody out, throw it out on the street, left it there. But once you gave it away, that's when you... You know, you kind of open yourself up to legal things. I mean, if if there was stuff that she has proof that she purchased, all that other stuff, she could now go after you. Or even then, hell, she might just show up with a gun since you got rid of her blanket from when she was a child that her grandma gave her XYZ. Who knows? You never know. But that's an ongoing fight, and it seems like he's ready for that smoke. So, hey. Well, I am praying for the both of them. (laughs) They're going to need it. Oh, he gonna need it. She gonna need it more. But now we're gonna segue into how we like to close the show out with a "Would You Rather," um, and I'll say this: I probably wouldn't want to do either of these things, regardless of the topics that we're gonna want to that we're gonna come up with. But I'm gonna be a good sport. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I think. Go ahead, break it down for us. So today's question is: Would you rather? Be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade. So, <laughs> you go ahead. I want to hear your opinion first. Now, when you say jail, do you mean like maximum prison? Like, am I in there with like killers or am I, you know, kind of like in like a halfway house? Oh, no, it's jail. Like jail, jail. Like jail, jail. A coma ain't sounding that bad. Like, but however, however, I will I will want to say this. I think if I had to choose, of course, God forbid that I'm ever put in this situation. Um, but um, if I had to choose, 
I think I would rather be in jail for five years um, because you never know what you might miss during that time. So even though I am locked up, they won't let me out. <laughs> right? I'm in jail. I'm locked up. I can still, if something happened, right? If my nephew graduates high school or he get accepted into college or get a scholarship, I can still feel those emotions, right? If my niece, you know, she's going off to Harvard, she has a patent, she invented something, I can still feel those things. Or if something, you know, sad happens, I can still feel that. I don't want to be in a coma and then wake up and they be like, damn, your whole family just gone. Like, dead as a goddamn doorknob. Like, like, bitch, and I just been asleep for 10 years. And I don't right. know, you know, like, I don't know what's happening. They could be like, it ain't no world left. You know, the, you know, what's that? The tectonic plates then came and they <laughs> did what they had to do in California floating next to Hawaii now. Like, I don't want to wake up and, and do that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I don't, being in a coma, especially when you're saying like a decade, that's like yeah. 10 years. There's so many things that can happen during that time. There's so many things that can happen to your own body during that time. You wake up, you might be like, ow, my yeah. neck and my back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, Half those nurses that take care of people, be smacking them around and stuff right. like that. I don't have time for that. Mistreating you, like you, we probably miss like, you know what? I was just thinking, fucking around with Rihanna, that album still won't be out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you probably miss so much throughout that time. So I definitely feel like I would go to jail for five years. I would absolutely. Um, I cringe at the thought of being in jail or being. You know, in those type quarters, I just don't want to think about it. like it gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. But yeah, cause you, cause we don't really know what people are are doing in a coma. Like where you at? Exactly. Like you really don't know. And then think about it right now. Like you were in a coma, and Renaissance came out, and the time has passed. Tour dates have gone by. She didn't perform all my favorite songs. She retired after the album. Right. Like, I can't, I probably, we won't be able to see. I don't think about that because that's pissing me off. Right. Can you imagine if she, she had the tour, she performed, and then she, then deleted the album off the internet. Like, Blue Ivy is probably the next big star. <laughs> and I, I miss her debut single. You would miss everything. Like, uh uh-uh. I can't do that would be too much. I like. I, I mean, honestly, obviously, jail is the worst possible situation that you could imagine for five years. But hey, I mean, if you, it, hey, there's you could work out. Yeah, you get some kind of meal. Um, I'm gonna eat regardless. So right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you might get tossed around a little bit. Like somebody's having salad tonight. Not me. I'm holding it down. <laughs> I'm holding it down for me and mine. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody getting none of this. Ain't no soap I'm holding it down for me and mine. Shout out to my boo, who I know is gonna hold it down for me um, when I get out. Cause it's only five years. I'm gonna do that bit. It's really only five. You might even get out early for uh, good behavior. You know I like to talk back, so that probably. Yeah, I'm gonna be in there for, for a good five point seven, but I'm gonna be in it like because ain't no guard gonna punk me. And guess what? You be getting out of like jail, swell as hell. That's a plus. That's a plus. So <laughs> it's it, really no it, plus. It's, it's no plus here. 
but <laughs> it's, it's better than the alternative that yeah, we would have to do. Let the record hey. reflect. I don't want to go to jail, but with those two choices, I don't want to be in a coma. Yeah, I don't want to be in a coma either. I and I, I, I can only imagine like how much your body would have to adjust after getting out of a coma. Like you've been laying there most likely it for ten years. Sores. And things like what well, they don't clean you, how you clean you. You know they they don't. Even wash but shout legs. out to all the healthcare workers. We understand it's a tough job that y'all gotta do. Like we understand, you know, y'all get a bad rap. We get it. We get it. But no, you know, sometimes I like to, especially in the shower, I like to wash yeah. and rinse, and then maybe do a second wash. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm going to get that. Like, I can't communicate I the... to them, like, no, you got to hit. You got to right. really hit that spot. Like, this left armpit be a little bit more muscular than right. So you can't just go in and do one little slide. Exactly. Of soap and water. You got to really get in. You got to, what she say? You got to uh, go to work on my <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, them wet wipes ain't going to get underneath right. this titty. Like, you got to uh, uh-uh, exfoliate. Like, and I'm just, I just been here, too, and you want to just wipe <laughs> it down once? No. No, so yeah, I think we are both in agreement that we were ever going to jail. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been an amazing time. Thank y'all for joining in on the conversation with me and my road dog. Um, come back and see us. We're going to have much more things to talk about, uh, more interesting conversation. And it's just us kind of being, you get it. The good thing about this is they get a glimpse into kind of like our friendship, um, and I think it's unique because we are two black college-educated males that's come together and we are our authentic selves around one another. Like, you really are my road dog, and I love you. I, I don't say that enough. <laughs> oh, bitch, I, I know you love me. I thought you were going to say college age, and I was like, why are you lying to these people? I'm 23. And with that, people, we are wrapping up the show. (laughs) But yes, please stay tuned because we will be releasing many more episodes in the future. And we would love for you to follow us on this journey. We are going to have loads of fun and loads of meaningful conversations as well. Stop saying loads. Loads is just such a... Never mind. Thank y'all for joining. See y'all next time. Bye.